0: Safm Sports Rap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown and thanks to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again on your radio tomorrow at 6. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll chat uh, to former Bufana Buffalo legend Sean Bartlett about this evening's and last night's uh, UEFA Champions League action. We'll also head to Italy and uh, catch up with team principal of uh, Team Dimension Data who uh, yeah, sent out a press release today, some bad news uh, about Mark Cavendish. I'll have more about that in just a moment. We'll also hear from uh, South African swimming legend and uh, double Olympic champion Penny Haynes on the state of South African swimming. But we'll start with some football. Two matches to look forward to in the Absa Premiership this evening. Ix Cape Town host Highlands Park in a uh, Battle of the Basement. A win for Highlands. We'll see them leapfrog ahead of the Urban Warriors into 13th place from 16th. Very very, tight at the bottom of the log right now after Brock SC picked up a vital three points last night. The other class tonight sees Bloom Celtic host Kaiser Chiefs at the Dr. Pietrus Molomela Stadium. The team manager for Bloom Celtic, John Maduka, who recently acted as interim coach alongside little Nono Sima, says the good results that they've had recently have really, really boosted the team's confidence. I
1: think uh, coming from the, uh, the dual against the team, like, down the champions of Africa, uh, also winning against one City away from home. You see, it has boosted also the morale in the camp whereby, you know, uh, the players still believe that, you know, we can always win, you understand? So um, going to this game, you know, um, we are confident, you know, especially, you know, after uh, stopping the uh, the champions of, of Africa, the Sundowns. you know, away from home, we still believe that, you know, uh, against Kesechis, you know, we can do better.
0: In their last three encounters, the two sides have drawn nil all twice and the last time they met in January last year, Chiefs beat uh, Celtic one goal to nil. Maduka admits that Chiefs are not an easy side to play.
1: There's no doubt that Chiefs is one of the best women in the country. You know, they are fighting to win the league. Um, They've been doing well. If you see their uh, record now, I think they haven't lost games I mean, for quite some time now. Uh so you know, we we, we expect in you know, a very, very difficult game, you know, against the Chiefs tonight. Uh we totally believe that, you know, um you know, uh with also the way we've been doing we can be able to compete. Uh, there's never been an easy game whenever you play against the Chiefs, even if you're not doing well at that time.
0: Both those matches kick off at 7:30 this evening. In Europe, Borussia Dortmund and Monaco's rescheduled UEFA Champions League quarter-final first-leg clash will to be played this evening. The game was postponed late last night after three explosions damaged Dortmund's team. bus and left defender Mark Bartra. Uh, ...requiring surgery on his wrist. Two matches also scheduled for tonight. Bayern Munich take on Real Madrid at the Allianz... ...while English champions Leicester City are away to Atletico Madrid. On to some cricketers. A few interesting laws will come into effect on the 1st of October. That according to the custodians of the game's laws. The MCC bales can be tethered to the stumps to try and avoid freak injuries... That's uh, as the one that was sustained by former protea Mark Boucher. The wicketkeeper keeper was forced into early retirement after a flying bale struck him in the eye and caused significant damage. Another law that will come into play is the player's conduct law. It will give umpires the authority over misbehaving players. Uh, they can impose penalty runs and uh, send a player off. In the IPL this evening, uh, the match pretty much at, uh, I don't want to call it the dinner break, at the innings changeover, the Sunrises Hyderabad batting first against the Mumbai Indians. They posted 158 for 8 in their 20 overs. On to cycling team. I mentioned data have been dealt a blow with the news that Mark Cavendish has been diagnosed with Epstein Barr virus and faces uncertain timescale for his recovery. The 30-time Tour de France stage winner hasn't raced for the team since the Milan-San Remo on the 18th of March. The team confirmed that Cavendish's main goal is still. To race at this year's Tour de France And as I mentioned we'll chat to team principal Douglas Ryder A little bit later on in tonight's show On to some rugby news Crusaders prop White Crockett will set a new super rugby Appearance record That when he runs on against the Sunwolves This coming Friday he's played Or will have played 167 matches It's incredible 176, rather. Uh, in other rugby news, uh, the first players named in the Barbarian squad to play England next month are Adam Ashley Cooper, Will Genia, and Corey Flynn. And finally, it's been announced that McLaren driver Fernando Alonso is going to be missing this year's Monaco Grand Prix. That's so he can race in Indianapolis 500s. Coming up next here on SAFM Sport Trap, we'll chat some football. SAFM. Sports rap. Well, as you heard uh, in our sports update this afternoon here on S A F M, uh, Team Dimension Data uh, been dealt a blow with the news that Mark Cavendish has come down with uh, a bit of an illness. And we joined now by Team Principal, who's in Italy at the moment, uh, Douglas Ryder. Douglas, welcome on to S A F M Sports Wrap this evening. Nice to catch up. Uh, this is big news. Uh, very disappointing. I mean, he's one of the the cornerstones of the team, if best sprinter in the world, thirty Tour de France stage wins, uh, and he's, he's 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 out for a while. He's he's not. Feeling well, is
2: he? Yeah, I'm actually. You know, Mark is. is you know, we've we seen him tonight, and um, you know, I'm in Italy at the moment at our team, I guess, headquarters in, in, in our training centre in Lucca in Tuscany. And yeah, it is a big blow for us, but it does. You know, one good thing is, you know, Mark hasn't been feeling well, and you know, he did do a, you know, the one of the UCI blood tests, and then it came back with Epstein Barn and I think it's. You know, for us, it's, it's a good, of course, it's a massive blow to him and it's a massive blow to the team. And But, you know, at least we know the root cause of, you know, his fatigue and, and, and how he's been feeling on the bicycle. So, you know, it's, it's good that we know that now and we can prepare accordingly and, and we'll monitor him, you know, every day and, and every week and, and try and get him back into, into racing as soon as possible. But he is riding and, you know, but he only does 50-odd k's a day. At this point in time, at a low heart rate, and uh, and we'll just keep monitoring him, and hopefully we can get him back you know, sooner than later.
0: Doug, like I'm no medical expert. The Epstein Barr virus, what is it?
2: No, it's just a fatigue, and um, it's a fatigue syndrome, I guess. That's so you know when you when the when the rider is feeling you know just down and out and hasn't been and not able to perform at a high level and. And it's, you know, something in your blood and, 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 yeah, and it just knocks him down a little bit and he's just not feeling 100%. Yaku Center had it at the beginning of this year as well and, and missed our national championships. And, and it is quite common in athletes. So, you know, a lot of people have it and, 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 you know, only, I guess, realize the symptoms when they're under huge load and huge stress in terms of their training load. So, you know, it, it can happen to anybody and at, at any time. and... Depending on the severity of it, if you pick it up soon enough, you can get through it fairly really quickly and, and monitor it, and, and then come through it, and, and then re- resume full training. Or, or for some, if you, you know, if you feel that you that you didn't pick it up, and then you, you train harder because you think you, you're not going well, and then you can dig yourself a bigger hole. So I think we're fortunate that we've picked it up pretty early with Mark. Um, our medical team has just been phenomenal, and, and the support around him has been you know, being amazing. But we're all a little bit. You know, I guess a little obviously disappointed, and he's incredibly disappointed. But better now than in in, in the next months, which would potentially jeopardise the Tour de France. So we we still want him to, to get Mark, you know, back and uh, and back to full strength for for hopefully for the Tour de France. But we'll you know we'll we'll keep people updated as soon as we, we you know we know more.
0: So how does one come down with this? Is it is it contagious? Is it a training thing? I mean, you mentioned Yaku Fente having it, but uh, how does how does it get into your system, or where, where does it come from?
2: Yeah, look, I'm not a medical expert and, um, you know, our, our team doctors can answer those questions, but yeah, look, I mean, it does happen quite regularly in, in, in top performing athletes. And, you know, it is a, it is something in your blood and it is something that, um, you know, that you, that you pick up through blood tests and, and, and yeah, look, I'm not a, like I said, I'm, I'm not the expert in this, but it just takes rest to recover fully. So, you know, it's nothing you can do other than rest and before you can resume full training again. And, uh, yeah, and then, and then hopefully, you know, his blood, Levels of you know better in in, in the next week, to two weeks to three weeks, so that we can then you know start to try and prepare him and get him back up to full speed. But we don't know. You know, it differs from everybody in terms of the time that it can take to recover to recover from it. But yeah, and like I said, I'm, I'm not the expert in terms of the diagnosis and 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 how you get it, but. You know, Look, he can be back yeah, he
0: absolutely. You, you mentioned that the goal is to still have him race the, the Tour de France. I mean, that race in itself is is brutal. Three weeks, unbelievable climbing, a, and it's I mean the amount of effort and preparation that goes into it. Now is the time where with that groundwork gets laid. When when would be the the sort of cut off where you'd have to make a call on whether he can ride it or or not?
2: Well, I mean, you know, we can go into June, and um, you know, to I guess to the beginning of June. You know, he will need to get back into racing and, uh, and potentially race a Dauphiné or a Tour of Switzerland just before a uh, Tour de France. So, so that's what we were building him to try and bring him back for that. But at this point in time, you know, we don't know. We have to just monitor every week and see. Um, and, you know, it can take, it can take a couple of weeks. It can take up to three months. Um, and so, you know, we're hoping it's not going to be that severe and it's, and it's not going to affect us and that, and, and him in, in, to that extent. But, you know, it's, there's no perfect science in this. It's a time will tell and, and we hope that he can, you know, that he can come through it. He, he's, you know, he's looking okay at the moment. He, he was very tired the last two weeks and he, he's looking a bit better today. And, but Joe, yeah, we, you know, we're hoping that he can, that he can come through it sooner than later. And, but, you know. Don't,
0: the, the rest of the team Obviously we, we're heading into Like peak season in Europe now A couple of the big One day classics Perry Roubaix this past weekend So the rest of the team In, in good shape Looking looking good for for the, the the big sort of grand tours That are coming their way
2: Yeah you know We've got the GD Italia Starting next month 100th running at a Giro And, and she's starting In literally three weeks time so that's a big race for us. It's a, it's a huge race for our team and a huge race for the, you know, in cycling. The 100th Giro it's a privilege to, to be able to participate in, 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 that event. It doesn't happen often in people's lifetime, so we're super excited about that. You know, with Mark and, you know, being out and Steve Cummings, you know, having a really bad accident and, and, you know, had these operations yesterday. And we'll hopefully be come back you know, strong soon. Mark Renshaw broke his ankle. We haven't had the best start and the best of luck, and unfortunately, that you know where things happen to certain people, it, it gives other riders an opportunity to step up, and and we are looking to you know to the other riders in the team to to step up and and stand up now that some of our core guys are you know are kind of in recovery mode. So you know it gives other people an opportunity, and you know we still focus every single race we ride. We try and do the best that we can and show you know, show the world what this team race is for, being the Quebecer charity, and, and, of course, you know, carry the brand of Dimension Data, you know, proud and loud. So, yeah, we will continue to to do the this. best that we can in every race we'll participate in, but the Judy tally is, of course, the next major, major focus for us. We're trying to get to the Ardennes Classics now. We've got Amstel Gold this weekend, and, you know, the so the Hillier Classics, the Flat Classics is now, and the Belgian Classics are done, and so we're going to the Ardennes Classics, slightly different group of riders, so we'll be looking to, you know, Serge Pyle, Ben King, Nathan Haas, those kind of guys to you know to step up and and, and hopefully do something in, in in the coming weeks.
0: Well, Doug, every time we chat, I put my hand up. If you ever need a reserve orange peeler, I am your man. <laughs> so uh, I'm putting the offer out there again. Please pass on our best to the team, particularly to Mark as well. We we right so behind you. And uh, you. yeah, I love what you're doing. All all the best. Thanks so much. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and it's uh, Champions League week this week, UEFA Champions League. And I think the big story last night was uh, the action off the pitch. Uh, Massive, massive shock. And, uh, yeah, I'm quite surprised, if I have to be honest, that they're replaying that game today. But we're joined now by former Bufana Bufana legend Sean Bartlett. Sean, welcome onto to SAFM Trap, this evening once again. Let's, uh, before we talk about the mess that actually did take place, gee, uh, I mean, there's the, the world's just coming to uh, a crazy point and And uh, you look at what happened last night, uh, three bomb blasts. Uh, it's just it's sad that, that these sort of things are happening.
3: Yeah, well, always a pleasure being on your show. Yeah, it's, it's very disappointing, especially when uh, obviously sport is involved and the well-being of players. Um, I think that's probably more more than anything else the disappointing thing that it's the, the players' lives that uh, were at risk and I know most regulations does uh, the play that the game's got to be played within 24 hours, so I think that's probably the main reason because a lot of fans also travelled um to the game uh, to go watch the game last night and now they have opportunity to watch it tonight, but it's something that always you, you don't want to see, not just in sport, but not in real life. To be honest, um, you can't go anywhere without uh, feeling uh, in danger anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And short from a player's perspective, how do you lift yourself ahead of a game like this with what happened last night? That uh, obviously your mind is on the game and what you need to do in that quarter final, and and then something like that happens, and like you say, within 24 hours you have to play that game. It's a, gee, it's a big ask.
3: It is, uh, and I think that's probably. His- one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, why the game was cancelled last night because it's quite traumatic. And for any player to obviously play into a game and with his uh, mental, you know, uh, strength uh, being tested before the game, I think uh, the right decision was made. So I think uh, hopefully uh, most of those players, if not all of them, had some sort of counseling in the short space of time between last night and, and the game tonight um, in order to calm them down. But um, I think players also nowadays. Uh, they know exactly what's needed in order to to sort of switch off in in some way uh, to go out and perform. And I'm hoping, yeah, the players won't be affected in in the game tonight. But uh, as a player, you you always fear uh, that something will happen to you. And unfortunately, I was in a similar position when you played Zimbabwe, you know, in riot and things happen. And the first thing you think about is your life uh, and and your family. You know, after that, uh, what's going to happen to them? So. I think it was very, very, you know, uh, traumatic for the players. And um, like I said, hopefully uh, the players can uh, put it out of their mind if possible and, and just play the game tonight.
0: Yeah, tough. Let, let's talk about the other game that did take place last night. Hmm. Barcelona. Uh, I mean, obviously in the previous round, the biggest talking point was that comeback uh, to get yeah. them into the quarterfinals. And they're going to have to almost do it again if they want to make it to the next round. They lost 3-0 to, to Juventus last night. They are making their life difficult, aren't they?
3: They have, but, um, and I think obviously last night was maybe in some in some respect a, a surprise because Barca um, has been on the up uh, since that uh, uh, you know entertaining game uh, against uh, P S G. But um, I think on the weekend also gave us an indication when they lost to Malaga, uh, it also tested them as far as going into this game, and I'm not too sure they can uh, turn this around again like they did. Um, the Italians are quite good in defending and. Even last night, you know what they showed, and with their experienced goalkeeper Buffon, they they were capable of advancing from this um, encounter. And I think um, a a lot has got to do also with the way Barca has been playing, and a lot of teams now can counter that. And it seems like they don't have a plan B uh, when sort of teams are out with them and, and 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 nullify them as far as attack is concerned
0: did in saying that, if I was a betting man, I probably would yeah. put some money on them winning because they they, they do have a, a habit of pulling a rabbit out of a hat.
3: Yeah, they do, but uh, I'll, I'll be honest in saying, um, I don't <laughs> think it's going to happen this time around. I think the decline of Barcelona in the last few weeks um, has, has been uh, quite evident, and I think in the league and going into this Champions League game as well, um, and then they've got the classic in a couple of weeks' time as mm-hmm. well, so... I think it just may be a little bit too much. And you've already seen the, the manager, Luis Enrique, coming out and saying, he's stay at the end of the season because he's just mentally fatigued. So it takes a lot out of you as a manager and as a player. And, and sometimes the players just can't do it on a weekly basis.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about tonight's fixtures and uh, some mouth-watering ones to look forward to. Real Madrid, travel to the Allianz to take on Bayern Munich. That should be a fantastic yeah. game of football this evening.
3: Yeah, it should be. Um, I think, for me, uh, to be honest, I think the Champions League winner will come from that game. I think Bayern has always been, you know, prominent as far as uh, the Champions League is concerned, always running away with the Bundesliga as well. And I think Real Madrid, uh, a bit inconsistent, to be honest. Um, uh, i I reckon it will be a home victory for Bayern Munich um, with the quality that uh, Real Madrid has, but the vulnerability at the back. I think there will be, uh, obviously. Uh, for for Bayern Munich, one of those games where they can just go and expose them because with their quality, again, on the attacking side, I think they've got some unbelievable players uh, in Robin Lewandowski, Ribery, just a few. And um, I, I reckon a 3-1 for Bayern Munich tonight uh, should be good.
0: Let's talk the other game, and uh, as you say, you think that the winner of the entire tournament is going to come from that uh, Munich Real Madrid uh, or Bayern Real Madrid uh, clash. Leicester City are an interesting kettle of fish because we saw what they did in the league in England uh, last season. No one thought they would win, and they did. It was a fairy tale story. They just had unbelievable belief. No one thought they'd get as far as they would in this competition, particularly with what was going on uh, with uh, with the manager. Since getting, or since Claudio Renneri leaving, they've turned fortunes around in, in the league. Jamie Vardy scoring again. Mm. Can, can yeah, they pull off a surprise winner?
3: It's one of the situations where you think um, did the players play the manager out or not play for the manager, to be honest, because in, in the space of four weeks to get six uh, wins on a spin, uh, and, and in my opinion, they still pretty much play the same formation, the same system as what Renneri did. Is this the new managers come in and maybe gave them a little bit more self belief? Maybe also a lot more relaxed as far as discipline is concerned because English players don't like to be, you know, put in a box and and be told you you can't eat that, you can't drink that, and you've got to go sleep at this time. So uh, not all of them can handle that. And with obviously with uh, Shakespeare coming in, uh, he definitely brought the players on his side, but being I think a little bit more relaxed and almost like giving them that freedom to go and play. So. Uh will they be affected obviously with the loss on the weekend by Everton? Um or whether they'll they'll just come and I think it remains to be seen, but um it's always difficult going to Atletico Madrid to get a result. Um it's a team that always works very hard, maybe one or two quality players. Uh and other than that they just, you know, run you ragged uh, till the end of the game and uh not a team also that scores many goals, so probably a two one victory for Madrid uh, Atletico Madrid tonight.
0: Yeah, it should be uh, two great games of football, Those uh, the late kickoffs, obviously the earlier kickoff is the replay mm. between uh, Borussia Dortmund and Monaco. Sean Bartlett, thank you so much uh, for your time this evening. Enjoy the footy tonight, and we look forward to catching up again soon, and, and good luck uh, for you and uh, Amatak this weekend. Uh, a very, very important clash in the, in the NFD for you guys. Good luck. Yeah,
3: sure. It's, uh, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me on the show.
4: Hope. Courage. Strength.
0: At Reach for a Dream, these are not just words. They are the emotions that inspire children with life-threatening illnesses to dream. Join DJ Fresh, Lira, Roxy Berger, Carol Boys, and Khartjon Kutsiën in supporting Reach for a Dream. Support Reach for a Dream. Get your Slipper Day wristband from reachforadream.org.za and wear your slippers on Slipper Day, 12 May 2017. This is an SABC Foundation initiative. Join Moto3 World Champion Brad Binder this Thursday on top billing as his ride towards the pinnacle of racing, the Motor GP, continues. The wedding of Vincent Morena to Abba Mafolo proves that if at first you don't succeed, ask her out again. And the Fashion Week event setting the trends is the Style by SA capsule collection. That's this Thursday at 8.30, repeat Sunday at 1 on SABC3. The stage is yours. Nelson Mandela once said, No one is born hating another person
2: because of the color of his skin, or his background, or his religion. People must learn to hate, and if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. Stop xenophobia. Make saving lives a priority. We are One Africa. SAFM. Let's have a conversation. SAFM
4: Sports Rap
0: On to some swimming nouns Our African swimming legend Penny Haynes Is impressed with the depth of young talent That came out of the recent SA National Aquatics Championships in Durban at least 24 young swimmers qualified for the junior world championships that are set to take place in Indianapolis in the United States in August this year. Only eight swimmers managed to reach the senior FINA, Fina World Cup Championship, uh, world championships rather in Budapest. That in July in Hungary. Five out of the eight swimmers represented the country at the Rio Olympics in Brazil last year, which has created doubt about the new talent coming through, but Haynes is optimistic about the future
5: it's been a good swim meet i think we've seen some very nice times i'm especially impressed with the young swimmers the young talent that's coming up uh, some of the 14 year old girls winning a lot of events so that bodes well for the future everybody who's had a lot to say about women swimming in south africa i think if we can keep these girls in the pool and keep them motivated and help them through the tough times you know the journey for a girl going through a, Later teen years, is a little difficult sometimes as an athlete. So if we can keep all that going, then we've got some good prospects for the future for South African swimming. In terms of the boys, um, in the younger group, there's also been a lot of the youngsters that have qualified for youth uh, world champs. A lot of them are tired. They've just come off with the back of uh, junior Africa champs in Cairo. So um, the fact that they can still come here and produce good times, is really, it's really nice to see. And then, of course, in our senior swimmers, we've got the typical um, guys qualifying, Chad and Cameron and Erasmus and some of the others. And the real, uh, not surprised, I think it was expected, but it's, a, it's also a relief for all of us in swimming to see Tatiana qualify for the World Championships and, and be the first girl since 2013 to do so. So that's very nice.
0: Haynes had an impressive swimming career herself, which resulted in winning two gold medals at the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games and a bronze at the 2000 Games in Sydney. The 42-year-old also best known for being the only woman in the history of the Olympic Games to have won both the 100-metre and 200-metre breaststroke events at the 1996 Games. Another breaststroker, Tatiana Skunmarker, has uh, become the first woman since 2013 to qualify for the global showpiece from South Africa in the 200-metre breaststroke event at the National Gala in Durban. Haynes was happy that the 19-year-old University Pretoria student finally qualified.
5: I've met Tatiana and spoken to her a few times, but I haven't been involved with her swimming. I first noticed her at some African champs. To be honest, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was in Botswana, and I was doing commentating, and I just saw this young girl swim breaststroke, and I thought, wow, she's got something. And uh, since then, the last few years, she's steadily been improving. Last year was a little bit sad because she did qualify for the Olympic Games, but not at the Nationals. She did it prior to that and just missed it at Nationals. Um, So that was sad, but I'm really happy to see her come through this year. And I think there's a lot more that she could do. She will improve. There's also other youngsters that are now towards their matric year. Um, some who will go over to the States and train, obviously some will remain here. So I think again I think Brestro can be strong looking looking to the future.
0: Haynes, who's regarded as one of the greatest breaststroke swimmers of all time, alongside Australian Liesl Jones, also weighed in on the issue of qualifying times. Several swimmers narrowly missed out on making the grade for the world champs at the uh, recent National Gala. Schumacher also narrowly missed out on qualifying uh, for the Olympics last year. Haynes feels that the exception should be made in certain instances.
5: I understand the need for clear-cut criteria. Um, and I respect that. In a case, though, like Tatiana, where we're trying to also uh, promote women's swimming and encourage young girls, in a case like Tatiana, she did do the qualifying time prior to nationals. She only missed it by 1-100. So I think there they could have possibly you know, made a different decision. I think the experience would have been good for her. Looking back on my own career, um, I was fortunate to go to 92 Barcelona Olympics and that really, I didn't swim well there, but it gave me great experience which definitely aided in my performances in Atlanta. So, I do think there's something to be said for competing internationally for experience, Having said that, though, there are a lot of other swim meets also that the athletes have opportunity to compete in now that we didn't back then. For instance, like World Short Course Champs, Junior Championships, all of that. So I have mixed feelings about that.
0: Ains and her business partner are involved in swimming clinics across South Africa and on the continent as well as abroad. She feels that so much could be done to promote the sport of swimming.
5: Yes, um, myself and my business partner, we do a lot of swim clinics in South Africa and also up in Africa and now recently a little bit further abroad. Focusing on the stroke technique primarily and also very strong focus on the mental aspect because that's really, that's sort of my heartbeat, the psychology side of it. You know, I think around the world, swimming is a Cinderella sport, even in the US, as great as they are, it's not as big as, the typical sports the football and everything and in South Africa let's be honest it's rugby soccer and cricket and nothing else exists so I think if you look at this meet they could have promoted it better there's no advertising outside nothing on the lead up I think a little bit of social media and that's it unfortunately to get stuff on TV costs money and if we could get these kind of swim meets on TV, they should be showcasing it. You've got the two Olympic former gold medalists swimming here and multiple gold medalists from the last Olympics swimming in Chad and Cameron. And yet the stands are empty. So, uh, you know, I do think that it's, it's a little bit of everything. Government may be a bit the federation, but I know they don't really have sponsors, so it becomes difficult.
0: SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some football now. Kaiser Chiefs coach Steve Compella says the reason Amacosio are doing well this season is because their game models are visible. Chiefs have not lost a game since December last year when they went 3-1 down to Chipper United. They've also not lost so far this year in 2017 a run that sees them record eight wins and four draws in all competitions after 12 games. Compella says he's happy that technically his team plays well in all phases.
4: I think there's a lot of work that we put in, and there are certain things that are so specific that when you disclose of them, then you're giving ammunition to other people outside to, to start stopping that. One, our game model, I think, is clear. It wasn't easy. From a, a technical point of view, team game models are not the same. There's matches where you think this is going to, 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 to be like this, and if you don't consider game models, it becomes different and difficult. I I, I think our game model, we are accompanied by respect. And when you put it as a coach from Chiefs, doesn't come across nicely, doesn't have the humility it deserves, when you start talking of how you play. But if it were to be said by somebody or one of you ladies and gentlemen write it about how we play, then somebody, maybe even myself, I would read and, and, and learn from it. And our game model as well, as I said earlier on, very close to what you would want to see achieves again very quick to remind myself that then it should not come across as if whatever happened yesterday was not right we need to be very careful choice of words is important because in as much as you think that you are trying to explain something you are not explaining instead you are exposing yourself or even others so i think personally we can play in all faces. We can play also in defense. We can play in in attack. And there's a very close measure in, in how we play both offensively and defensively. SAFM Sports Rap.
0: Speaking of Chiefs, they're in action against Bloom at Celtic tonight. That match kicks off in just on half an hour from now. And that's it for the show for tonight. Coming up on the other side at 7 o'clock, it is the Talk Shop with Naledi Maleo. Don't forget, this coming Friday, obviously, it's uh, Easter this weekend. Good Friday and Easter Monday, no SAFM Sports Wrap. Uh, but there will be the PSL radio show tomorrow with Dwayne Locke at 6.30. And then Sports Wrap returns next week, Tuesday. So uh, if there is anything in the interim, do be in touch. SAFM Sports Special will be happening as per normal this weekend, Saturday and Sunday afternoon so you're not going to miss out there and i'll be doing your pm live sport on friday and monday too so uh, lots of sport to get you through the weekend from myself brad brown and my producer siobhan Tetty, thank you so much for listening this evening please do be in touch reach out on social media to search for safm radio or me personally at big brad brown you can also pop an email to the executive producer sport at safm.co.ca until then have yourself a great evening Cheers.